ready to ride out there. I mean, yeah, it's only real Eagles fans around here. The next, you ready? You ready? All my diehards, are you with me? We representing Eagles, that's 360. Coming up from the bottom to the tip, man. Fly, fly, people slow, are you with me? Ridiculous hat wearing Perini. Jewel E A G L E S Tady on a TGIM episode after a mammoth win last night. Major upset of the Los Angeles Rams behind our man St. Nick. Nicky Six, Big Dick Dick, Jewel Tady. Welcome to another great program. And how about them Eagles last night? How about them birds? Excited to be here. Holy shit, I am so excited to be here. More excited than I've ever been. 
because I'm just so amped up. I've got so much great stuff. It's our Christmas slash holiday, be politically correct, our holiday show. I've been having a little of that homemade eggnog. Got some beer going on here. We're having a, an office Christmas party. We're here on the Yosha. Jewel Teddy's got her E A G L E S shirt on. I'm loving it. I got Christmas so on random. too. I don't know if you could see it. I had to take off my boots. <laughs> Taking off my boots. It's Christmas day. Awesome. See? Love it. <laughs> awesome Christmas socks by Jewel Teddy. Thanks. Awesome. So excited to be here tonight, everybody. Let's get pretty much right to it because we've got a jam-packed show tonight from Sicily, originally. <laughs> Hot Italian girl. I love it. Love my Italian girls. Mama would have been proud. Pop star, singer, dancer, model, and Pretty much the biggest self-promoter you ever see. She's pretty proud of herself. And I don't blame her. She's adult. Kendra Black. Tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yeah. Very excited. If you've seen the ad for the show, you've seen her. She wears uh, some sexy outfits. She's got it going on. And she's going to be on our show around 830 tonight. We're going to play some songs from her shortly. We'll talk to her about her career. I'm going to ask her what she wants for Christmas. She's going to see me. I'm going to be embarrassed. That's okay. These things happen. <laughs> it happens. Oh. Uh. Yeah, oh, all you. the time. I know, right? Bottom array. I I bet you tonight there's a better chance she says she wants me for Christmas than Joe Rogan. How do you like that? I I think I think you have a chance there. <laughs> oh boy! Until she sees me in live action. Oh my god! What I'm was sorry, that? I can't talk tonight. I can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't breathe. <sighs> That went, like, right into the microphone. That was awesome. Tell like that we were having a hurricane. A Christmas hurricane. Don't make me blaspheme on our Christmas show. <laughs> Eight days away, folks, to the birthday of Jesus. Christmas. Do you know your shopping done, Joe? we got a little bit left to do. You got shopping done? You can get any start it. How about that? I am so <laughs> awesome. behind. I have to do Everything and every. I don't even have a tree. How sad is that? I need to get a tree. Need a tree? I got a tree. Do you? I like real Hi. trees though. I like the smell. Um, oh. You know, I figure I have to clean it up. So <sighs> I need. I need to just go find a real tree. My mom's like, "Oh, you want you want the fake tree we have?" I'm like, "No, I want a real tree." But thank you very much. I told you about my real tree nightmare. I'm never doing that again, ever. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> Top five list. Let's get right on it. Because last week, Jewel and I got out the wrapping paper. We wrapped gifts and we exchanged. We exchanged five wonderful things per person we wanted for Christmas. So tonight we're going to ask Santa for five things that we want. And he's going to bring them all to us this year because last year he let me down. A little bit. Now I got some things. But not everything, so I'm mad this year, Santa. Top five things that we want for Christmas, and I'm coming right at you, right out of the gate at number five. I'm going to ask for another Super Bowl. That's why I'm going to be selfish. Wow. After watching St. Nick last night, my man Nicky lighting it up, throwing that deep ball to defense, making big plays, two touchdowns by Wendell Smallwood. Sorry, ladies. Smallwood. 
Big Dick Nick, small wood. You get where I'm going here. Anyway, it's an epic night. I'm not a Super Bowl. That's right. I'm getting greedy. Number four, I'm going to go out and get a whole, number four, I want a whole, whole new wardrobe of stylish suits. I'm going to be stylish. What are you going to be tonight? I'm styling tonight. My red, my red jacket with the white vest here, neck here. Hot. Lapel. Suits. Is that what it's called? A fuzzy yeah. lapel? I have no idea. <laughs> so number three, I want gift cards for beer. I don't want to just ask for beer. I want gift cards for beer. So I'm going to go out and pick my own beer. When I want beer. I love me some mm. beer, folks. I love it. Tonight, sip of sunshine. I love you. Sip of sunshine. Beer. And number three, number two, I asked for it last year. It didn't happen. I'm going to ask for it again this year. It's Charlotte McKinney. I don't know why she will not come and get me. <laughs> Charlotte McKinney, if you're listening, come on. Uh, Two years in a row, we got to beg for the same gift. Pathetic. Uh-uh. And number one, the great big live mega show. The Yo Show appearing live somewhere with a musical guest and me and Joel going live and doing trivia and doing the show and having artists and interviewing and playing games and going wild right in a giant venue with hundreds of friends and fans and listeners and the whole nine yards. One big live mega show. That is what I want for Christmas, Jewel Tatey. Wow. Well, I think yeah. you can get that last one. I think that's yeah. Stay tuned. Sounds good. Should I go now? Oh yeah. Oh, you're you're up and up and running. <laughs> Looking okay. at me like I hate you. Number okay. five. I, I switched my number five, but number five, I'm gonna say, um, Starbucks gift cards. I've already gotten two this year, and they make me so happy. Because, you know, I just get up in the morning, I walk to my Starbucks, and there's just nothing that wakes me up. Quite like Starbucks. I love their food, too. It's very healthy. So, yeah, just bring on the Starbucks gift cards. I will take them all, all day long. Um, Number four, just like you said, I said a new wardrobe. Uh, You know, I work with children during the day, and (laughs) a lot of my clothes have (laughs) paint and stains. And they're ripped because they get tugged on and everything. So yeah, a whole new whole new wardrobe would be lovely. Um, number three, studio equipment. I would love to just have yeah. like a dope setup and um, my office like fully transformed into my new and refurbished studio. So that'd be pretty sweet. Um, number two, I asked for this. Every single year, and my Santa never delivers, and I don't know why. I mean, I give him everything that he wants. I don't know why. I, I don't get yeah. it. Why is he just a karaoke machine? <laughs> <laughs> why? Probably won't. Don't understand. I've, like, why I've won't he you, get it? <laughs> I've heard you sing karaoke. Perhaps that's why. <sighs> so frustrating just don't understand and number one you know I didn't really want it last year but I definitely want it this year there's so many new games and everything and it is my favorite system when I'm saying system I mean like Xbox PlayStation Nintendo is definitely definitely my favorite so I would love a Nintendo Switch fully loaded with like all the new games like the new Zelda the new Mario I haven't played and um yeah there's a lot of Fun things coming. Fortnite's coming to it. That's a pretty fun game. So, 
Yes, which would be fun. And you could take it anywhere, so I could take it on trips. And I'm a video game junkie, so I love games. <laughs> Number one. <laughs> I love, I love games. Lamp. Gonna start, gonna start a GoFundMe page. Get Jewel Tady some gaming systems. Yeah, that'd be nice. Great list, great stuff. Santa Claus, get on your sleigh and get moving. Let's rehash. I'm another Super Bowl. When St. Nick and Nikki Six bring me home another Super Bowl. Number four, some stylish suits, quite like I have on this evening. Number three, gift cards for beer, all kind of beer. Number two, last year's disappointment is going to become this year's disappointment. Charlotte McKinney. I'm getting the feeling she's not loving me. Very strange. Number one, the big live mega show. Of course, we want a big live mega show. Uh, Jewel Tady, number five, Starbucks gift card. She likes that Starbucks. Number four. Brand new wardrobe, something that the kids haven't thrown up on or drawn on or painted on or put boogers on or anything of that nature. Yeah. Number three, some brand spanking new studio equipment so you don't hear waves and storms and skipping and beeping in the background. Number two, never going to have them because people do have ears, karaoke machine. <laughs> so mean. And number one, of course, Nintendo Switch. And I got to tell you, let me go back to number two. Jewel Teddy is not that bad a karaoke singer. Oh, thank you. She's not. She's not. She's fun. I enjoy karaoke. We had a great time. At least I put some yeah. performance value into it, right? I mean, I think that counts for something. <laughs> it's funny because a lot of people are like, oh, you're good. I'm not good. I just, I'm an entertainer. I'm like a lounge singer when I'm up there. I'm really not a great singer. But that's why you're there, to get the party started. you got to get the crowd rubbed up. You know what I mean? Exactly. That's what it's all about. That's why you're there. If you're there to try and be a legit singer... There's other places for it. There's those places that have contests. Like, yeah, yeah, then you're one of those people, like, I'm going to belt out. <laughs> I'm Adele right now, and I'm going to blow everyone yeah. away. And then, like, yeah. you're singing, they're like, and they're, they're like shaking their head, like, <laughs> this guy shouldn't even be. I, you know, that's not what it's all about. That's not karaoke. And they always go up, like, five times. Those serious singers, you know, like, groan again. And they usually sing boring songs. Right. Uh, my ex from about, God, going back about 17 years ago, oh, she was a super karaoke singer. I'll give her that much. And she used to sing um, Foolish Games, was it? Yeah. She was good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was, uh, and another Jewel song that, um, I forget the name of it. I Was Meant For You or whatever. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that. Yeah. That made me sing it. Mm-hmm. I got I you. Used to, you're Jewel. I used to hate her, Jewel the singer, because really? that was going to be my band name. Like if I made it as a music artist, I was just yeah. going to be just Jewel, just Jewel, and she just stole you? it. Her and her big blonde boobies stole your act name. Oh my God! Everyone has a crush on her, and everyone oh. has a crush on Olivia Munn. And, like, I mean, every every single guy I know, those two women. Why is that, Jess? Um, I'm not sure. But I think it's going to have to do with the word hot, because they're hot. <laughs> Olivia Munn was parting it up with our former stoop guest, Jessica Barth, at the Seth McFarlane Christmas party. All kind of nice pictures on Instagram. That was fabulous. Where's great. my invite? 
I know, right? Where's my invite? I like Seth MacFarlane. I thought me and him were like tight. No. I don't do a big Stewie, but I actually go to the party. No, nah, it's horrible. See, just that Stewie alone just cost me my, my spot. I'm not getting invited next year. I could do Stewie. Maybe yeah, at 9 o'clock I'll do Stewie. <laughs> Hey, yeah, all right. Stop <laughs> Stay tuned tonight at 9 o'clock. Coming up on the air show tonight at 9 o'clock, Jules the Stewie. You know what? Let's leave performing to the actual performing artist, and let's start off with some Kendra Black here. <laughs> let's get a... <laughs> Please. Let's get a song Please. from a uh, true entertainer before me and Jules continue. All right, so Kendra Black is our guest tonight. She is a uh, pop star. This is her latest song called This Love. It's pretty good stuff. Get ready to get up and do a little dancing, folks. Good stuff here. Tonight's guest, Kendra Erica, the song... Oh, I'm sorry, Kendra Black. Wow. (laughs) Oh, myself. That was a previous show a long, long time ago. Uh, Because they're like side-by-sides, right? Goofed up. Kendra Black, the song is This Love. It's about three minutes and 22 seconds. So enjoy, and we'll be back to you shortly here on the Yo Show's Holiday Special. Oh,
Absolutely, positive. Right now, that is the kind of music that you have for an office party. We're jamming, we're dancing. Man, Kendra Black and this love. And on the shore with that banger. I know, right? And a typical Christmas party, office party fashion, Jewel was photocopying her ass. So if you want a picture of Jewel's ass photocopied, contact us here on the Yo Show. <laughs> it's on the Stupid Radio Network on Facebook, the Yo Show. Drop us a message and Jewel will send you a uh, copy of her ass. Because she was yep. on the copy machine dancing and was firing at her butt. I'll even sign it. Sure. <laughs> How about that, ladies and gentlemen? That's Clark. That's the gift that keeps giving the whole year. <laughs> uh, you probably uh, did it before. You, you definitely did it. I could. I could. <laughs> yeah. Someone probably dared I, you to do it, and then you did it. Yeah. I did do it. <laughs> it wasn't uh, my bare butt. It had underwear on, but. Sure. I think I broke the top here, too. <laughs> 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 Wheels like crooked afterwards. Embarrassing. Oh, man. Let's get to the good stuff, though. That was Kendra Black, and the song is This Love, and it's a hot number. She's a hot number. Good stuff. She even did a song, and uh, we didn't load it. I'm a little disappointed. We'll get to it now. She did a song with uh, Snoop Dogg. Yes. That's that was on the list of them. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. her favorite rapper, she said, and, man, he knows Eminem. <laughs> He's one of my favorites. So we got a surprise tonight. Snoop Dogg may or may not be calling in. You never now. know. <laughs> you never know. But Kendra double dream. Black will be calling. Kendra Black will be calling in around 8.30. We're going to talk about a little bit of music. And uh, maybe surprise her with some questions that are off the cuff. Ones that aren't on the uh, list. She's yeah, she's a multi-talented. She can, we, I mean, we could probably go on for hours with her. We could. We should, because basically after we're done with our guests, me and Jewel start saying dumb shit. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if some people are like, why did they kick me off? Why? Why? What? What is this? <laughs> what is this after 9 o'clock? What is this thing that happened? <laughs> Wait, they, they cut my interview short? They listened to the, the guy say perverted comments about people? They're better off keeping me on. None of that. Nope. Nope to <laughs> self. Yeah, none of that tonight. I hope you're kidding. Of course, there's going to be plenty of that tonight. It's the holiday party. <laughs> um, here's a great little story. St. Ives, England, Joel Tatey. St. Ives, England. Organizers at a Christmas event have apologized to outraged parents after a fire alarm reportedly prompted Santa Claus to burst out of his grotto, rip off his beard, and scream at children, get the fuck out! <laughs> Holy crap. How wonderful is that? That right there is the holiday spirit. Um, yeah, apparently they were having an event. Some smart aleck uh, decided to pull the fire alarm, and uh, Santa Claus kind of lost it. Have you ever seen anything that crazy before in uh, Santa no, Claus? And Lord? I would lose it on him if he said that to my kid. I would go yeah. toe-to-toe with Santa Claus. That's uh, next year's band hit song. You smell like cheese and beef. I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. I saw Santa Claus ripping off his beard and cursing out a bunch of kids. Next year's hot Christmas. Now I'm kind of excited for it. 
It's an exciting song. Oh no. I'm just saying, I'm I'm saying no at the story. It makes me angry. Oh. It's you know <laughs> granted I come on this show. I use my foul language. I can get away with it because we're not FCC regulated. Cheap pun or plug there, rather, for the FCC. Um, so I ran. I let go. But I mean, like, if this was a show, like, if I was having on, like, let's say, I don't know. Let's do something as kids. Let's say we're having uh, Barney on. Barney's coming on. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's like not going to be F-bombing and, and dropping my foul language and getting all perverted if Barney's coming on. I'm going to behave myself. No, we're respectful. But Kendra yeah. does have party music, so... I feel like she won't be too offended if we just be our Christmas party selves tonight. I agree. I do like when some of the uh, guests in the past have dropped a bomb and are like, ooh, can I say that? So everything goes here on the Yosha. And we are 100% live. So. 100% live. And... Uh, you know, people out there tell us it's a little too risky. Uh, nobody really does it live. We do. What are we? What are we afraid of? I'm not afraid of nothing. Afraid of anything? I was afraid of everything. I still am afraid <laughs> of everything. Uh, you know. You never it's, know, Jeff. I mean, what you put out there, it's out there for life. I'm great. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. If that was the case, like if everything if everything I said came back to haunt me in life, then Jessica Barth would have had me locked up in jail months ago. <laughs> come hang out my come hang out my basement. <laughs> <laughs> That'll probably the topic at the conversation of uh, the party at Seth MacFarlane's. So like it probably was my, uh, so my cousin amazing does this, cousin. <laughs> so my cousin does this like local radio show. And she's really good. The guy's creepy. Invited me to his basement. Now Olivia Munn knows it and. All of Holly, all of know it. Now Stewie's going to be on the next Family Guy. Yeah, baby, won't you uh, come back to my basement? <laughs> Seth MacFarlane's going to be stealing my material. Oh, Lord. I wonder if he does have, like, a podcast episode. Like, um, that's what we do today. Yeah, everybody's got a, a podcast. That's why live, live is more of a, a radio shit. Her podcast is recorded, edited, which is corny. I don't edit it. Just let it rip. Absolutely. Dynamite drop in there by Miss Joel Tatey. So what's going on in the world this evening? We got some football. We got a, a big one for the Eagles, actually, right here. New Orleans Saints, Carolina Panthers. Uh, first quarter, scoreless. Uh, a Panther loss is huge for the Eagles because they would pass them in a wild card positioning and trail only, uh, I think only Minnesota. Well, of course, Seattle. Seattle is pretty much, um, you know, one game away from Locke and Arizona. But uh, it's a big game tonight. Hopefully the Saints can uh, work some magic, hand Carolina loss, and make last night's big win just a little more worthwhile. I mean, it is the holidays, damn it. So what are our chances, do you think? I think decent. Um, a, a tough but winnable game coming up this week against Houston. Houston doesn't have a lot to play for, though. they got home field um, and positioning to play for. So it's big for them, but I still think it's a game that we can take. And then uh, the last week of the season is Washington. 
I know they're going to be up for us. They'd love to ruin our season, but I think we can win these next two. I'm not all, ah, Nick Foles should have been playing all year. Blah, 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 blah. All right, Nick Foles no. is in now. And like I said, they changed the game plan. It's a little more um, team-friendly. You know he what did I his just, job. Did, I don't know if we talked about it on here, but Carson Wentz got hurt every single year since college. Did we talk about that on yeah. here? Yeah, I think we did. Yeah. He's insane. But people Nick's, Nick's doing like, job. He is. He, you know, seems like, because people are like, well, I remember last year that game against Oakland, the game against Dallas, he wasn't that good. The game didn't mean as much because we were in the playoffs already. And you see what happened when the playoffs started. He was okay against Atlanta. He was phenomenal against Minnesota. He was amazing in the Super Bowl. Plays the first couple weeks of this season. The games don't mean as much. He was okay. This week, this game meant everything. This was the season on the line, and he played a great game. So, the chips are down. Nick knows how to mentally get prepared. Yes. So, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what happens this week. Um, and, of course, you just never know. It could just end in a second. There was a great um, meme today that was floating all over social media where he's on the phone. Like, during the game, he's on the phone, and it says... Uh, Hey, honey, looks like we're going to have to cancel our uh, winter vacation. It's happening again. <laughs> so awesome. I saw that. It is great. It's going to happen. You know, I'm not opposed to it happening. I'd love to see it happen again. I'm not going to any parade, though, I'll tell you that. That was brutal. Hmm. Maybe I'll get to make it this year. <laughs> have fun. <laughs> and maybe I'd go again. This today, how warm was today though? It's been it's been like up and down with the weather. It's been kind of warm. That big. Like, suppose it's in like the 40s, but I took my jacket off. Tomorrow's supposed to be really big. It's supposed to be super windy. We're supposed to make it feel really, really cold. Uh, let's go awesome. from cold to hot. Let's go from cold to hot as we welcome tonight's guest. Ain't nothing cold about this lovely lady here. It is the amazing Kendra Black. And Kendra, welcome to the O Show. Thank you. Hi, thank Kendra. You. How you are you? <laughs> I am good. Thank you. Thank you so much for taking time to be on the show. We really appreciate it. Uh, we just played one of your songs earlier, This Love. We're going to play another song a little bit later. Uh, we're super excited for it. Your music is excellent, very talented, and uh, we just love it. Great stuff. Thank you. It was actually the main single of the album, uh, released on February 1st, so I'm really excited about that track. So are we. Yeah, absolutely. The album is uh, The Fire? Yeah, the album is called The Fire, and it will be releasing February 1st. February 1st. Make sure you go out and get it. You heard this love here. So uh, we're breaking it in for you, folks. Make sure you go out and get it. Great music. Uh, Let's go to a little bit of background. I want to talk about your beginnings. You grew up in Sicily, uh, which I'm jealous. Being a big Italian guy myself, I think it's fantastic. you have a professional background in ballet as well. Uh, when did music uh, come to mind? When did you decide it was time to get into music and uh, who helped push you into a music career? So um, my story is quite interesting because uh, I didn't actually grow up in Sicily. I was born there, but as soon as I turned um, 11 and a half, I actually started uh, studying 
I moved to France um, in Cannes, um, then I moved to Monte Carlo, and then in Washington, D.C., yeah. and then to New York, all for the purpose of music and ballet. Um, so ballet was um, my um, main thing up until I was about 17. But I've actually been doing music since the beginning of time. And um, um, then when I was 17 and I moved to New York City, that's when it became uh, more of um, my main uh, life direction, I would say. But I've actually been doing it all my life, and I've always been passionate about both ballet and music. That's awesome. Um so coming to New York, you know, you have a dance background. You're obviously a very talented singer. Um, did did Broadway ever pique your interest? Um, I did um, do some uh, Broadway auditions, and I actually uh, played uh, Maria in West Side Story um, a while ago while oh, I was well. in France. But um, uh, Broadway, uh, for some reason, was never my, like, main direction, maybe because of my um, – uh, my dance preparation. I'm more of a um, either ballet or modern hip hop um, EDM person. So um, the way it played out was uh, I started doing more and more shows in the city uh, and on tour where I uh, combined my music with um, with choreographies with my background dancers on stage. And the choreographies were more of um, of a hip hop feel um, as opposed to a Broadway feel. So that's kind of like the direction that um, I ended up taking. Yeah. Um. So, like, growing growing up in Europe, like, do they have hip hop classes available? Because you know, when I was younger, I took ballet and and hip hop here. But um, is it different from over there? And are you exposed to a lot of like hip hop and and sort of art or culture over? in Europe? Well, um, it's interesting because uh, with the fact that I moved to France when I was um, younger, uh, it was obviously more ballet because I was studying in a ballet um, academy where I also mm-hmm. learned to play the piano and where I started singing with um, some teachers from the music conservatory. So that's also where my music played in. But um, as far as hip hop, it was more of something that I liked. Uh, so even though um, that's not the primary uh, uh, dance genre I was exposed to, I managed to, um, you know, make my way, like, learning it because that's something I was really passionate about. And obviously when I moved to the United States, uh, there was a lot more of that. <laughs> sure. Uh, uh, were, were you big into hip-hop music? Like, um, yeah. who were some of your early musical influences? Um, well, my very first album that I ever bought um, in a store, because that was a thing back then, <laughs> um, yeah. was um, <laughs> the album by, yeah, I mean, I'm only 23, but still, things have changed a lot. <laughs> but yeah, my <laughs> first album was um, by Akon, actually. So I really loved Akon, and I really loved um, Black Eyed Peas, and uh, one of my favorite rappers was obviously Snoop Dogg, so it was a real blessing that I managed to get him on my first album, The Edge, that I released last year. So yeah, I definitely did listen to a lot more hip-hop and urban music than my peers. <laughs> it was always something that I was passionate about. That's that's incredible. Um, how how did you like collaborate with Snoop Dogg? How did that even come about? Um, I recorded my album The Edge in um, L.A. with Trendef, um, uh, Mike Gonsolin, and Nick Nipsley, two very very good um, producers. And um, while I was recording the album, and when we finished recording Airpac Jet and Rude. Um, we figured that a rapper would sound great on Rude, and uh, luckily, 
uh, me and Snoop Dogg share the same producers at Trendex. So uh, wow. that's how it came about. And, uh, yeah, it took some time to, like, uh, make it happen uh, from the moment I, I recorded the tracks to the moment I released them. But it was very worth it because um, that's the biggest feature I've done so far. Uh, and, uh, you know, I was very blessed to do it with not only, um, you know, Snoop Dogg, which is like an amazing celebrity, but also for the fact that he was my favorite and he is my favorite. So that was amazing. That's awesome. That's cool. He's an icon. And, and now you have that under your belt. And, you know, it's just it it's great that you could put that all together. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, let's stick on that topic really briefly. I mean, um, here you are. You're, you're young. You said you're 23. Now, this goes back. So you're a young girl just trying to get into the scene and next thing you know it's like hey how about a record with Snoop Dogg like how did that hit you how did you react like did you absolutely just go into serious nervous stage or you just figured you were going to nail it um well let's say I don't um luckily I don't normally get nervous when it comes to this sort of thing but I just get excited and I, I kind of figure out how it happen um one thing I do get nervous about is like everyone you know, before going on stage and performing live, I do get a little bit nervous, but then as soon as I step on stage, the all the anxiety just goes away as soon as I'm in it because I have to be in it, I have to be focused, so that kind of takes over. But yeah, no, the, the whole collaboration with Snoop Dogg um, was, I was just really excited and couldn't wait to do it. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, that's got to be really exciting. Um, we get excited every time every time we come on the show when guests are coming me and Joel get together we talk about it we get nervous as heck um so I feel you yeah. but we get a lot of we get a lot of artists on here that say that they say they're actually more nervous like on a one-on-one setting than when they step out on stage because they feel they're embraced by a family is that how it feels like it's just you and a giant family when you're out there uh yeah no I think uh the reason why um that is sometimes easier is that the crowd becomes kind of like one person uh, as opposed to when you're one-on-one with someone whether it's an interview or an audition or yeah anything one-on-one is that you're dealing with one person and you have to express or touch like that one person and that's harder because when it's a crowd you can feed off the, the energy of um, of the crowd and of the atmosphere so I think that's why it's easier <laughs> for me. But Very cool. All right. So can you talk a little bit about your, your song-making process? Not not only do you sing and, and you write the songs, but you also make the make your own beats sometimes. And like how – what goes into that? What kind of space do you have to be in to write? And um, how how difficult is it to, to put together like a finished beat? So I'm more of a vocalist, um, but I obviously also make beats, songwrite. So the way I do it is I like to um, start from an idea in my mind, whether it's a melody or a rhythm. Um, I really like to steal the music I listen to. So it really, really has to And then I just beat off that basically so I try to um, really put it together um, in a in like the same um, energy flow it's hard to explain <laughs> but it's uh, more of um, I really have to feel it as I'm doing it 
uh, and as soon as it feels right and it integrates and it feels like one, like the whole track, lyrics and instruments and production, as soon as it all feels like one, then that's when I know it's right. So, um, you were here, um, you kicked off your dangerous tour in the Philadelphia area, which is where we're from. Uh, um, what did you think of our city? How was it playing here in Philly? How was it playing here in Philly? It was great. Uh, I played at uh, Fire, and uh, it was very... It was very refreshing to play in a different uh, yeah, <laughs> to play in a different city because uh, it's always it's always nice to see how other people will react to music in other cities and uh, I got to make a lot of good connections and it was a perfect start to my tour because right after Philly, um, which was the first stop of my tour, um, my uh, band and I went directly to uh, the Richmond International uh, Music Snap Festival uh, where I actually won an award. Best Contemporary Pop Act, and I don't think that would have been possible without the energy and um, uh, adrenaline I got from playing in Philly that first night, because, I, I mean, I love Philly, uh, regardless of uh, my tour and everything, I just love Philly's energy, so being able to play there was, was like a rush of adrenaline that would help me become a better performer and uh, do even better on the rest of my tour, and I would love to play there again. Because I also have some friends um, and not and that um, that listen to my music and that know who I am. So I would really love to play there again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say because a lot of artists say that they say that Philadelphia is so difficult to perform in because if if you do not perform your best they will let you know. So um, I'm happy you had a great experience here, and we would love to see you when you come back. <laughs> oh, I see. Well, yeah, I feel like in order to um, to really make a connection with the people that are listening to you, you just have to um, put away all your fears and not um, not put on a persona, but literally perform from your heart, and I know it's easier said than done, or everybody says it, do it with your heart, and all that, but it's like, you really have to be yourself on that stage, and no one else, because if you're not, then that's when you will not make a connection with the public, no matter what city you're in, and that's when um, it just might work out, so to me, um, it, it has to come from within, and then if you do do that right, then no matter where you are, people are going to appreciate you, even if it's, if they're not, if it's not their um, music genre. Absolutely. Yeah, and it also looks like, a, like, you look like you got a good grip on the city, from being in Europe and now in New York, and looking at your social media, it looks like you really belong in, in the big city. Is that your thing? Like, is big city definitely your style? Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, especially uh, New York, because well, New York is one of the kinds because it really never sleeps. But, like, big cities in general are what I need because I need to feed off the energy. I'm the kind of person that loves to branch out and do many different things. I do music. I do fashion. I also design my own line of sportswear. I would never be able to do all these things in a smaller city, whereas in a bigger city, I feel like uh, not only everything is going at my pace, but also I am challenged to do even more um, because you can never be ahead of New York. You can, um, yeah, sure. you can be, uh, 
You know what I mean? You, you can be on track in New York and on the same pace, but you can never top it as one person. So that's the biggest challenge for me, and that's the challenge I love. Uh, could you talk a little bit about your clothing line, KB Sports Apparel? Yes. So um, the clothing line was born about about two years ago now. And um, basically it inspired me because I'm a very active person uh, with my ballet background. Um, and uh, also I'm a runner. Um, I, do a lot of, uh, I do a lot of sports. I swim. I run professionally, and um, I also have a background in personal training. Um, so, like, I really wanted to uh, create something that would look nice, but also feel nice, something comfortable, but also fashionable. Um, and it all started because I wanted to um, basically, like, update the, the um, merch uh, part of my website. And then it kind of took over, and I started designing all the stuff while I was in Europe. Uh, so then I kept doing it because I just got so passionate about it. So now um, I design um, the clothing line in Italy, and I get it produced over there. But uh, but then um, in London is where they actually, like, make it, and then in New York is where I uh, distribute it, basically. Very cool. Um, so when is your downtime? Like, when do you stop? Sounds like you're doing everything, modeling, <laughs> dancing, singing, designing clothes, traveling. And what do you like to do to just unwind? Like, what is your downtime? Well, I'm weird like that. I like to run on my downtime. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, uh, but, like, yeah, no, I do slow down sometimes because you can't be on all the time, and I try to tell myself that. Uh, and I also do way better when I do slow down and I take some time off. So I really like um, – I like – reading, I like watching movies, I like traveling uh, for fun, you know, when I need to, like, take a break, I'll travel, and I'll, you know, try to chill in the city, and just, like, look around, and uh, rest, and maybe go to a spa, uh, or go to a nice hotel, but, uh, yeah, normal things, you know, Netflix, and all that jazz. <laughs> chill. All right. <laughs> well, oh, easy now. <laughs> Um, so the holidays are coming up. Uh, anything special for the holidays? You, you got any big plans? Uh, yeah. So um, I'll be flying home uh, to Italy, actually, on the 23rd, and I'll be spending the holidays with my family. I also have a performance planned over there. Um, I did do a performance in Italy this summer when I went back, so uh, I was very, very happy that they want me back to perform more right now. Um, in January, but I think it's going to be like the first week of January. They still have to let me know the details. So I'm going to be doing that. I'm going to be designing new items for my clothing line um, to then uh, present as soon as I come back to New York on January 9th. And, um, yeah, that's, uh, that's basically my plan for the holidays. And I'm really excited about um, my new um, album uh, that will be promoted um, in Times Square this coming week um, on a billboard. Wow. So I'm really excited about that because people will be able to, like, see it and um, get ready for the release on February 1st and uh, kind of know a little bit more about who I am and what I do because Times Square promotion is obviously very big. So I'm really excited. Sure. That's amazing. Yeah, it's absolutely amazing. Times Square, I mean, it's, it's Times Square, Snoop Dogg, something you got it all together. Um <laughs> The trip to Italy, do you have an extra ticket? Do you need somebody to go with you? Because I will jump right on. 
can say, if you can get there somehow, uh, you will come to the show for free <laughs> that I'm about to do. So. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. That's so worthwhile right there. Absolutely amazing. Um, so the album comes out February 1st. It's called The Fire. If you want to get into more Kent Black music, obviously stick around to the show. We've got another song coming up. You can find her music on the Apple Music, the videos on YouTube. Definitely a great talent, definitely worth seeing. Um, 2019, obviously, is going to be also a great start to you, but right after the album, you're looking into spreading uh, the end around, or you're going to take a little time off. Hello? Oh, there you are. I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, after, the, uh, after this album, going into 2019, after this album's released, are you going to get right on to another album or are you going to take some time off? What are your plans for uh, 2019? So, uh, the 2019 is going to be a big year for me because um, I have the album coming up, then I'm going to have a show in New York, uh, which I'm going to be announcing soon on social media. Uh, then I have a few trips planned. Um, I'm going to LA to visit some friends and uh, my Trendback producers as well, just to say hi. And maybe, who knows, I'll record more things with them. Um, but it's, uh, I'll be traveling to pleasure over there. <laughs> and then I have a new feature that is going to be releasing in um, March, April, sometime around there with another celebrity. But I'm not going to announce the name until... <laughs> 2019, um, and uh, yeah, and I have a few uh, uh, features planned with uh, some rappers. One of them is Chris Casino, um, and yeah, and after the release of my album, I'm definitely planning a tour, which will start around uh, May, I believe, and uh, I really hope that it will take me to Philly again. Uh, so yeah, that's yes. those are my plans for 2019 so far. That all sounds so good. We, we can't yeah. wait. <laughs> <laughs> you got it all figured out. And, um, you know, when when you come back to Philly, look us up. Drop us a line on social media, whatever. We will come out and see you. And we'd love to meet you in person. You seem like such a high-energy person. Thank you. Absolutely. So, again, uh, the album comes out February 1st called The Fire. Kendra Black is the artist. www.kendraplackmusic.com. You can find her on Facebook and Instagram, Kendra Black Music. Can we get you to come back with us sometime to the release of the new album? Huh? Can we get you to come back with us after the uh, release of the new album? Oh, absolutely. Yes, yes. I'll have like, so many releases, and uh, I'm really excited about my um, uh, my new celebrity feature, uh, which I'll be announcing very soon, um, that'll be out uh, like right before summer. And, uh, yeah, absolutely. I would love to uh, come back and uh, talk more about it. That Thank you amazing. so much, Kendra. We would love yeah. to have you. Um, the beautiful and electric and talented Kendra Black, a very special guest. Kendra, thanks for joining us. Enjoy your holiday. Good luck on the uh, release. I'm going to talk to you real soon. Thank you, Kendra. Thank you, Kendra. Absolutely. Thank you, Kendra. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I'll tell you one thing, Joel, about when we get these guests on, I, I get tired just listening to all the stuff they do. How do they fit all this in? On her downtime, she runs. I can't even walk during my work day. <laughs> I know. <laughs> doing your downtime, I run. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> you know, it just goes to show if you're passionate about it, if you really want to do it, you wake up every day and you do that. And and someone like her who's so multifaceted, multi-talented, um, it, it just it, it seems like it's easy, but it's really not. Like uh, she's pretty much a professional ballerina. Like that seems really easy, but it is not. I think ballerinas are the best athletes in the world. I mean, they're just amazingly strong. So, you know, she's got that strong personality and she's just doing it. I, I can't wait for the new album. Everything sounds good. I love the tracks. I just want to dance them. And she, ha- she not only has dance music because the new album is more like an EDM feel than a pop feel, but she also has, you know, vibey songs and, and trappy songs. Like it, she expands her music Shall we say uh, library? <laughs> That's it. She's just it, it, she's not afraid to to dip into different styles, and I really appreciate that from like any artist we have on here. So I love her music, and we're gonna hear more shortly. So you guys yeah, will love are. it we're too. Play, uh, we're gonna play one shortly. I I agree, and like I said, we we get these artists presented to us. We haven't had a bad one yet. We always get these great artists. And we start doing a little bit of homework, and then me and Joel come on a little bit before showtime. We start to rehash. And Joel came out to me, she was like, I'm reading the lyrics. They're, they're confident lyrics. This girl really believes in it. She goes, oh, hashtag, I'm a beautiful woman, I'm a beautiful soul, I'm this and that. And she is. She believes it. She feels it. And I'm telling you, she's lovely. She's gorgeous. Her music's great. Awesome. Listening to our lyrics, I want to go to a club with Kendra Black. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. I mean, if I could get to Italy, I could get in the show for free. That's like a double win. i got to find my right? way to Italy. i got to explain to my wife why I'm going to see some 23-year-old Italian hottie. But, you know. Well, look, we're both from Italy, <laughs> so we, we have to go back to the, to the motherland, right? That's Where right, am I from? I'm, from? I'm from somewhere. I'm by the tip of the boot. I just found out harder. about it. <laughs> you know? I believe I'm a boot safe. I believe. It's hard to remember. My I, my Italian is my Italian is 120% Americanized. Right. Yeah, I speak like zero. Yeah. So, let's do this. Let's get another dosage of Kendra Black because I can't quite get enough after the. Uh, First song, This Love, and after the interview, we're going to play a song called I'm Better. There you go. She's just telling you right there she's better. Can't get more confident than that. Kendra Black, tonight's very special guest. February 1st, a brand new album, The Fire. This is I'm Better by Kendra Black. Enjoy it here on the O Show. About three minutes long. We'll be back shortly. Stay tuned.
Electric. That's what the holidays are to me. Pop and dance music. Exciting, sexy Italian women. That's the holiday. Is it? <laughs> is it? Yes. As at <laughs> tonight's amazing guest, Kendra Black. And again, I'm going to keep drawing home to you. The fire comes out February 1st. You're going to find it on Spotify and Apple Music and all these great places that you find. Music. Funny she mentioned record store. Probably not going to find it there because I don't think there's any left. You know, there's there's some around. But she was absolutely amazing. Um, I just got a DM from her and she apologized if the audio was a little shaky at the end. Um, it was like an unavoidable echo. So sorry about that. You know, her music came through and you know, I, I hope we got everything in that, that she wanted to say. But I would love to talk to her again on the show. So we will see and talk to her real soon. Yeah, she gave us a definite that she would come back. And uh, when she comes to town, because she does, she said she loves it here. She's got friends here, and that's great because uh, we'd love to, we'd love to see her live and hang out and be Kendra Black fans. You know what we should have, like a summer bash with all of our musical guests and we'll make it like Wouldn't that be awesome? kind of a kind of a midway point like between Philly and New York some farmland would be like Woodstock mm-hmm. man because between Philly and New York is New Jersey nothing gets around <laughs> New Jersey <laughs> I love Jersey I love Jersey so much like it's almost an obsession very- how much I love Jersey really you're very much alone there I love New Jersey. I wanted to live in New Jersey so badly, and, you know, Mike just couldn't deal with it because, number one, the cops pull you over just for for driving on their highway. And number two, it's all highways. (laughs) It's either all highways, farmlands, swamplands, or beach. And And you don't want to live by the beach. Circles. (laughs) Yeah. What are they called? Juggernauts. What are they called? 
juggernaut. Juggernaut. <laughs> right, that's the word. Well, oh, it's nine oh one, people. So here we go. It is. Uh, <laughs> all hell is about to break loose. Um, quick update for you. One minute left, first quarter. Seventy sixers thirty two. San Antonio Spurs twenty seven. Sixers uh, got Jimmy Butler back to the night, so he's back in health. Other Philly sports news. Flyers have fired head coach Dave Haxtell. Knew it was coming. It's only a matter of time. Haxtell is out. And surprisingly, in a strange, interesting, we got to sell tickets move, young goalie prospect Carter Hart has been called up from the minors. Hmm. Um, yeah, their their other goaltender, uh, Anthony Stars, is uh, scheduled to miss at least two to four weeks with a knee injury. Apparently, he's got like long-time bad knees. Uh, another knee injury has him out, and Hart came up. And like I'm telling you, between the firing of Hacks, don't want to bring up of Hart. They're going to sell tickets. They're not very good, but they're going to sell tickets. Hmm. I, I think it's so weird how closely his name goes with Hextall. <laughs> Just too close. I know, close. right? Hextall and Hextall. Very odd. They're probably related, and he said, you've got to change your name up a little bit so it doesn't look like I hired you because you're my brother. They're not related. <laughs> no. Yes, they are. What do you think about working with family? Or, like, what if you had to start a business with your significant other? Could you do that? I worked with family before. Um, I can speak freely because I know they don't listen. What do you do about, uh, like, uh, rules and stuff and, like, it, you know, hard responsibilities? Because, <laughs> right. It, it's hard because... Your name's on the door, so everybody thinks they're in charge. Everybody wants to be in charge. Um, and it's really hard to tell family members that are doing something wrong, etc. Now, I was the youngest, so I always had the hardest way to go. But it is difficult. Uh, as far as my significant other, like my wife, I mean, the game plan is still on to, to start a business on my own. I mean, I got some ideas, things I'd like to get into, and I could get into it with her. Um Speaking of, I want to congratulate her if she is listening. Uh, started a brand new job today. Yay. How did it go? It went amazing. She loves it. It's a job where she gets to talk to people and schmooze people. And She's that salesman that comes in with the box of donuts. Like, I got donuts. And then you, everybody eats and they're happy. And then she talks a little business. And she goes, uh, Southeastern uh, is the company. She basically gets referrals for um, patients. She goes and talks at different hospitals and homes and all that. It's right up her alley. She's going to be amazing at it. She's so, she, she, Drew, you've seen her out. She can talk to the wall. If the wall would talk back, yeah, the wall doesn't have to talk back. will make friends with anyone. I think that's perfect. It's what an amazing person. And, yeah, just like a bird set free. You know, I'm, I'm so happy for her. <laughs> Congratulations, Cassie. We love you. We love you, Cassie. Congratulations. Great job. Very excited for her. Like I said, it's so it's meant for her. It's like right up her alley. I think she's going to be amazing mm-hmm. at it. And that's what I feel like you have to do in life, people. You just have to move around until you're happy with where you're at. Because you can't just whine about it if you're unhappy at your job or in a relationship or like, you know, the place you live. Get up and do something about it. I know it's hard. Change can be scary, but 
I don't know. I, I just, I feel like even when I was younger, I was like, I want to play that sport. So I just, that that's one thing I will give myself. Like I always at least tried to do different things. I would say, I just wanted to be happy. And that's why I didn't go like the straight and narrow with dealing with school because I know I wanted to be in radio. So like, I just did whatever I could to be in radio and, and look where I am. Look where you are. Find people. I mean, how amazing. Stuck with the world's worst taste. (laughs) Now we do great stuff here. You're scaring me tonight with that hat. I I won't, I won't uh, shy away from that. You look. I do have my. uh, Frightening. It's a little warm. It's a little warm. Excuse the audio (laughs) crunch. But um, yeah, it is a little warm. God, man, that's so much better. He's actually getting really hot with that hat on. Uh, it's my annual jester hat. I've had that hat, I don't know, 20-some years. I've had that hat forever. Wow. And I, and I love it. I love it. I love that hat. It's like a part of me. So I have to tell a story. I uh, came home after work today, and uh, my brother's staying with me. He lives he lives out of town, but, he, you know, he, he was staying the night, and uh, he was here today. And I have... I have a fireplace, and I've never had a fireplace before, right? So I come home, and the entire house is filled with smoke. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, I can't breathe. <laughs> this guy has, uh, like, yeah. about seven logs in the fireplace, and I don't even have a screen. Like, we haven't even lit as many fires to have a fireplace screen or whatever. Yeah. The fire alarms are going off. It's so smoky. The flue was not open. <laughs> uh, it's just... That's I, I'm, still, I'm still smelling the smoke <laughs> in my lungs. I actually have a, a similar good story now that we're talking about that. Um, years back, when I was with a, an ex-girlfriend uh, of mine. We had a... Um, we actually lived in a big house that was converted into four separate sections. So ours was the biggest. It had like a regular floor and a basement. And uh, we would always have pretty big parties. We get a lot of people invited. We'd have big parties. So one night we get this real big one set up. And people are slowly starting to file in. And she decides to light the fireplace. Same issue. The flue is backed up. It's caked up. Smoke is pouring through the house. The Ugh. fire company had to come. People are actually like you turning and leaving the party, thinking they got busted by the cops. The fire department's there, firemen are running in, hosing this thing down. It was insane. Great party moment, but absolutely insane. Wow. Like, I know my limitations in life, and I know one of the things I can't do is start a fire or keep a fire going. <laughs> it's just yeah. something I'm not good at. So I don't touch my fireplace. Like, you know, I, I, I let the men handle it, but, you know, the flu has to be open. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, apparently. That would help. I used to go out, I used to go out and get the, um, what, a Duraflame? I used to love those things. Right. The ones that are like, yeah, the logs like made to light up. Actually, I found them on sale for $2, and that's like insanely cheap. Really? At, uh, what? Redner's. I know not every neighborhood has. You have a Redner's by you. Yes, we do. Yep, two bucks for a Duraflame. The the tiny ones, but they still work. That is cheap. These have the ones that used to be like multicolor. So like these used to be. These are like change color. They start to burn down. They're awesome. 
They're like red That's really and cool. bluefish and, and they got like a whitish off. It's so cool. So did you hear of the new KFC fire logs? Yes, I did. Expound a little bit because I didn't read that deeply into it. It basically it has the smell of KFC chicken. It smells like freaking fried chicken. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Why would you want that? I hate cooking fried chicken because then my whole house smells like fried chicken. My clothes smell like fried chicken and grease. Like no, everything smells like grease. My eyes are burning. Like why would I put a fire log that smells like fried chicken and not have? What bother me? I love that smell. Yeah, I guess if you're not eating the chicken, and all you have is the smell of that chicken. It's not quite the same. But yeah, it's like greasy. Like I said, you know my job. You know what I do during the day. I'm in a lot of restaurants. And just the smell of stagnant grease. And it doesn't Ugh. make a difference how clean these places are. There's just always that grease odor. And, man, it's raunchy. Yeah. The house I grew up with, our backyard, was connected to, I'm sure I told you this before, it was connected to, like, a pizza parlor. So as soon as you opened our back door, the wafting smell of the pizza, mm. you know, you know what a pizza shop smells like, but it was so oh, yeah. like overwhelming, but that's what we had. I would say, uh, I, I mean, I know every weekend, but we would have pizza a lot of nights, probably just because mm. of that smell. Nom, nom, nom. Love pizza. Love it. I could do that. Yeah. But yeah, like when you go into them, when you go into them like five, six o'clock in the morning, they don't smell quite as um, good. They smell like old pizza. Yeah, definitely. You know, I just had some leftover pizza tonight for dinner, and it was not good. And I can eat pizza anyway, anyhow. But yeah. you know, good pizza if you can eat it cold the next day. Very few I can eat cold. Even the best of pizza, I have a hard time eating cold. My wife can. I got a hard time eating cold. Um, What's your favorite pizza? pizza? My favorite type or my favorite pizza place? Oh, you just told us your favorite pizza place, didn't you? The uh, Pika's. Upper Darby, yeah, Pika's. Pika's and Santucci's. I like that square. I I like the sauce on the top, cheese on the bottom type style. Uh, I also like uh, like Maggio's in Southampton, like the swirl type. I like that too. I like a lot of different kinds of pizza. I got to tell you, I'm so easy to please when it comes to pizza. Nothing tops. I mean, nothing tops Charlie's for me. Charlie's on the boulevard is the best pizza in the city. Hands down. Have you had Vince's? I think Charlie's is better than Vince's. I love Vince's, but Charlie's is better. Vince's Same doesn't pound. have enough cheese. They have one slice that has a lot of cheese, and I always Whoa, try to that, get it. That one came but, flying at me. That was like really angry one slice. Um, I, I love them both. I really do. I became a Vince's junkie because I was closer to it. Uh, but Charlie's was, yeah, Friday nights, especially during Lent. You're not supposed to eat meat. Friday nights, my mom yep. called up. We had just started driving. My mom was like, oh, great, you can drive. Go down to Charlie's, get pizza. And there was just such a line. The pizza was so good. And to me, Vince, I think it's the same. But you know, Dad, you know, you're from Philly. You get it on first Friday and all the yep. Fridays in Lent, and you say it's Charlie's. It's not Charlie's. Charlie's. Right. Charlie's. Charlie's. Right. <laughs> you know, my oh, sister, yeah. she, she doesn't live too far from it. And she always gets it on the nights that her husband has his darts, his dart league or whatever, because yeah. he doesn't doesn't like it. And her and her daughter love it. So, uh, like, 
it blows my mind that there is someone that lives in the city that doesn't like Charlie's. Unbelievable. I remember um, I Crazy. used to work I used to work at that R&S Strauss used to be next door. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was there one night. I had to work late. I had to work till nine. And I was working with a couple of people and like people were getting hungry. I'm like, you know what? Let's get a pizza from Charlie's. Everybody in there is like, I've never had it. Never had oh, it. man. Right next door, never had it. So I got two, and we were woofing it down. Oh, okay, I love it. So damn good. We just went on for like 10 minutes about Philly <laughs> pizza. And I can. I mean, I've, I'm going to I go on for hours. I freaking love pizza. Uh, let's talk about this one. I like this story, and I hope this comes true. It's a good story. Uh, New Jersey lawmakers propose a bill allowing dogs... At breweries. Wow. This, easy. this one's easy. How amazing would that be? I mean, that just seems like hand in hand to me. I agree. Picture of little Henry uh, hanging out at the brewery. Uh, Daddy gets a couple in him. And... Be honest, oh. Jeff. Have you ever given Henry beer? Have I? Henry Beer. No, I have not. I have seen uh, my my brother's brother-in-law, if you will. He gives his dog a beer, and his dog is picky because he pours Yingling, <laughs> and he'll drink Yingling. He'll pour the dog a Miller Lite, won't touch it. <laughs> I mean, I swear. That's crazy. Yeah, my man Kevin, and he even said he's like, "Watch this. I'm going to pour him a Yingling." He's like, "Come here, boy, get your treat." And he's got his face in it, and he's drinking it up. And then he'll, go, he, he'll pull it away, and we're going to watch this. Gets a Miller Lite, pours it, and says, here you go, boy. Walks up to it, he sniffs it, and doesn't drink it. It's That's incredible. so wild. I mean, is that considered animal abuse? I guess it is. Giving <laughs> <laughs> a dog Miller Lite should be yingling? Absolutely perfect. Uh, uh, this just in. Jewel Tady. I told you how the uh, wife got an amazing brand new job. With the amazing brand new job, she needs an amazing brand new phone. So, I just got this text message that said, me and the guy at AT&T are listening to the show. He just added you. And uh, he me? liked the cold pizza bit. Not me. Oh. He loved the uh, He loves the cold pizza bit, and he loves cold pizza, too. And then she said, love you. You guys are great. Happy you, guys. We Take love you. Tonight. We love you. Um, I don't know about Jeff, but I really love you. <laughs> uh, but now I'm mad because you got the iPhone XR, and that's what I wanted. God damn it. Now I'm angry. Did she have the emoji people? I think they're so cool. Like, you can have, like, your head as a unicorn or a bear. Well, cute I'm stuff. I'm on that Although that yeah. was the guy we had on the show. He had that for his advertisement for the show, remember? I know, Matt LeGrand. Yeah, Matt LeGrand. Man, that was wild. Um, now now i got to hook up apparently with the AT&T guy, so I'm going to go for my uh, iPhone XR soon. You know what it is about iPhone, at least the iPhone 6 that's working on my nerves? The um, charge cord. you got to really be – got to really jimmy it and kind of wiggle it. Maybe the AT&T oh. guy give me tips. Or sell me a brand new phone. It's that fun. was my never... favorite thing about I, I got a new Samsung like a couple of weeks ago. That was my favorite thing, having a brand new charger. And I try to keep my new charger with me <laughs> everywhere I go. And somehow people steal it. 
still, even though I keep it in, in my bag when I go to work, like, people still steal it from me. I don't understand. It's amazing because I have gotten chargers, and when I got this new job, I got a charger for um, my tablet. I got a charger for my phone. She has, like, 40 different chargers everywhere. You need one. They know where to be found. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's always the shitty ones you find around the house. Uh, all the broken ones are always everywhere, always around the house. You get a broken charger anywhere. Well, I thought it was something exciting today, but it's, um, <laughs> I guess it is exciting. I have the National Day calendar, and it's uh, Wright Brothers Day, you know. Yeah, so brothers I heard that. that. How about uh, that? the airplanes or flying machines. <gasps> Up Josephine in your flying machine. I sing that to her all the time, and she's like, Mom. <laughs> Mom. Get a grip. <laughs> she looks. She at- goes. <laughs> she looked absolutely adorable in her holiday gear. Jules' daughter had her Aww. holiday uh, festival, and I got to tell you, she's got to be adopted because that little girl is gorgeous. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, not to be biased or anything, but man, she's a little cutie, and she <laughs> she's just so you know, cute. <laughs> I got to say, like, like my wife goes on and on about my brother's baby. My brother's baby is just an adorable Oh, he's so kid. cute. He's an oh, AI. He's so cute. Little Robert, and it's his first Christmas. I got him. It's awesome. I got him um, these two bibs, and one says, I drink till I pass out, and it's a bottle laying sideways. Aww. And the other one says, not today, Mama. Not today. Awesome. That's great. Oh, my God. I right. love it. He's going to be so spoiled. Of course, there was one that I was told I wasn't allowed to buy. It says, nice tit. Can I try it? Oh, my God. Well, I like the one. It's like a party in my crib. Bring bring a bottle or whatever. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I was at the mall with uh, my buddy CJ. And as I probably have told you before, um, CJ is the cousin of my brother's wife. And um, I'm like, dude, look at this one. He says, nice tit. Can I try it? And he's like, no, man. No, absolutely not. She is not going to let that kid wear that. Oh, I wanted to ask you because um, your wife posted something on, uh, I don't know what it was, I guess Instagram, of the new trend that's happening this year with the ugly sweaters. Talking about the T-I-T word. I don't like saying it. With the real Oh yeah, her um, our friend Kelly had it on at the uh, Christmas party. Now Kelly likes to stand out and be outrageous, and God bless her, <laughs> does a good job of it. But I'm there, and the woman who hosts the party, Christina, <laughs> she comes running outside, goes to her husband Joe, says, "Get in the house right now. You got to see Kelly." So once you say you got to see Kelly, you know something wild's going on because, like I said, she likes to be out there. So I go in, and there's just this boob. It's just sitting out there. <laughs> What a bow on it. No, you have to explain so for, it for the listeners. They can't they can't fathom this. Like for yeah, people so who haven't seen like a, this trend. It is a shirt or a sweater, if you will. And the sweater has a hole cut out on it where your boob goes. So one boob just sits out there. Naked. Bare exposed boob. Lil Kim style. Lil Kim style. Exactly. And she didn't have little Kim because she had like a little pasty on her nipple. And at first I thought it was fake. And I'm I'm not going to grab it. 
But I thought it was fake. <laughs> and she's like, hey, how you doing? And, of course, she hugs me, and my wife's like, of course she had to get a hug. Thanks, Kelly. Thank you very much for hugging <laughs> yeah. me with your exposed boob. <laughs> I would never have the balls. I mean, God bless her. I, I you know, that's that's some balls, man. <laughs> it was even better because her husband was wearing the same shirt and his nipple was out. That's great. He kept telling her, buddy. He kept telling her, my eyes are up here. Yeah, we're not looking at the Oh, numbers. man. I mean, that's funny. But, yeah, that's a trend. It's called, what is it called, the Rudolph boob or something? I don't know. Rudolph the boob nose reindeer. Oh, had a very shiny boob. And if you ever saw it, you'd ask to see the other one. <laughs> <laughs> we just made oh, a real Song right here on the hey. Hey. We have to talk about our we, favorite Christmas songs too. Let's do that right now. Let's improv. Let's go top three. Cause it's hard. Let's go top three okay. favorite Christmas songs starting with Jewel Tape. I said we'll go one for one. You'll go one, I'll go one, you'll go one, I'll go one, you go one. In case you don't know what okay. that is. <laughs> all right, I have all right, I think I have them. Okay, that's I think it. I do. Okay. Um, oh, Holy Night by two people. John Denver and Eric Cartman. <laughs> <laughs> well, everything. And, and, and <laughs> he gets hit oh, with a cattle no, prog. We'll do this. We'll do, we'll do three each of our favorites, and then we'll do our one least favorite. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yes. I'm yeah. down for that. Okay. Yep. Two, two least favorite. <laughs> yeah. Um, we should go three I and like, three, actually. I like, I love, I should say, I love Deck the Halls by the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. If you've never heard it, hear it. It's amazing. It's all instrumental. It's beautiful. It's so my time. I mean, that makes Christmas for me. Trans-Siberian and the Mannheim Steamroller, like, the Christmas music is, like, chills. It's so good. Shout out That's to Bart Chateau. Shout out to Bart Chateau. Great call. He uh, He's in something new. I was actually going to reach out to him trying to get him back on. Yes. He likes to talk a lot, so we've got to make it, like, an eight-hour show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But he's great. He's no, funny. he's great. He's funny. Definitely. All right, so let's get back. I'm not keeping score here, so let me uh, write these down. Yours first one was Oh Holy Night. John Denver, Eric Cartman. Yeah, so you got to kind of get the artist to John Denver, two legendary singers, John Denver and <laughs> Denver and Nick. I have to, There's just there's just some songs you have to play every. God damn it! Now I want to like add on more. Anyway, uh, Silent Night by Kelly Clarkson and Reba McIntyre. They're they're all in the same version. Kelly Clarkson, Reba McIntyre, Trisha Yearwood. Wow. I mean, that is one of the most beautiful versions of Silent Night. I think that is the most beautiful version of Silent Night. It's amazing. I love it. You lost me, Kelly Clarkson. Funny, Reba McIntyre. Weird, I have a... sure no. You don't like those two? No. I'm not a huge Reba fan, but man, her, she just adds in right on on this. You said Kelly Clarkson. You lost me. Um, Kelly Clarkson. Now, let's go a little slower. This is a beautiful song, and I love it. Harry Connick Jr., When My Heart Finds Christmas. 
beautiful song. I know you can laugh. I love. I never heard it. Oh, you gotta listen to it. Harry Connick's Christmas album from years back was phenomenal. Great. I love it. When my heart finds Christmas, I hope it (laughs) finds you too. He sings just like that too. I sound. I have a soft spot. I have a soft spot for Harry Connick because he sang the Frosty the Snowman that Joey performed at last year, and she was a little snowman girl. So she always like shakes her butt whenever that comes on. So it's real cute. We're real cute. I, uh, I don't have the biggest soft spot. You ever seen a movie? He plays like a serial killer, and he does like the throat slit thing. Yeah, it's scary. No, but I'm watching this <laughs> new series. It's called Dear or Dirty John with Eric Bana, and he's like <laughs> a scam artist. Eric Bana is a horrible actor. Let me just put it out there. He was horrible as a Hulk. He's horrible in everything. Eric Bana sucks. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right. Hashtag Eric Bana sucks. I have a tie at number one. Let me do my silly song first because I just have to play it every Christmas. I even dressed like this character one Christmas party, and I was a smash hit. I was smashed poop hit. I was Mr. Hanky. And I was like, hot ho! Mr. Hanky, the Christmas girl. She's in Christmas. Wow. We have derailed. <laughs> I did. I dressed in all brown. I had my brown cardigan and my brown khakis. And I wore Thank a you Santa hat. I love South Park, but. I love Mr. Hanky. Now my daughter knows the song. She's like, what's, what's, what's the, the Christmas poo? I'm, Christmas Mr. Hanky and the Christmas poo. Right. Mr. But Hanky in all seriousness, <laughs> I thought it was a woman putting us <laughs> No. It's, um, so this is Christmas. John Lennon. The war is over. Has to be played. I like that song. It's a great one. This is Christmas by John Lennon. I love it. Now, my number one, see, I don't do the traditional Christmas songs. I do, like, the kind of stuff I like. And one of my... traditional. One of my favorite artists ever. I love this guy. I love his music. Billy Squire, Christmas is the time to say I love you. I freaking love that song. I have no idea what you're talking about. (laughs) I never heard it. Billy Squire, Christmas, the time to say I love you, da, 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 da. time for all the last and the cheer, Christmas, the time to say I love you. Oh, man, that's some bad singing right there. I'll tell you, lose audience. <laughs> I like that. I wish we could check the tune out, like, right at that time, 927, how many people jumped off. Oh, my God. Man, you, so, we're going to do one that we don't like, because I don't want to do too many. Wait, wait, so, can I... Give an honorable mention. I have to say, I won't even bother you with it. Santa Claus comes down by Bruce. Okay, I said it. Oh my God! You just predicted my least favorite song. Oh, shut <laughs> it up. <laughs> That's why I purposely did a one least favorite. <laughs> no. No, I actually, I actually do like that. I do like the Santa Claus coming down. It's uh, awesome. I like when I like when Clarence is doing the ho hos and he can't stop laughing. That that's great. Yeah, and you know my father. And we we had a single house growing up, and he would 
open up the windows and he would play that during Christmas time. And I thought Santa was like going to hop on our roof at that moment. It was so magical. So it was pretty cool. He had these like huge, like professional speakers. It was, it was all magical and stuff. That's pretty awesome. I remember they had a, um, they had a hotline, Santa hotline. And you don't know no better. They're charging you. Back then it was 50 cents a call, which you're like, that's nothing. But it, yeah, there was a lot back then, and it added up. And we would call, and, and like, the voice would be like Mrs. Claus, and she's like, hello, children, thank you for calling, and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, Santa is currently in the Philadelphia area. And we would freak out, like, oh, my God, I'm not in Philadelphia. So oh, like, man. So I would ask my dad, like, how long, how long do you think till we get there? He's in Philadelphia. And my father's, like, like looking at the clock and assessing us being, like, young kids. It'd be, like, 8 o'clock. He's like, no, crack. Around nine, we're just kind of want us to go up to bed. We're going on nine to be an hour. I mean, it was like crazy. Yeah, right. I would never go to sleep. I know, right? But we, if you would call it like, as you started getting like the next year, we'd stay up like eleven and call it. Some of bitch is still in the Philadelphia area. Some four hours later, <laughs> so I'm still waiting. Oh man. <laughs> oh, good times. Not a good times. I love Christmas. I tell you what. Um, some more great memories of, of Christmas morning. I remember the one year I was, I was sound asleep. And I just heard this clanging, you know, clang, clang, clang. I'm like, oh my God, this is it. I'm finally going to see Santa Claus. I get up, I go running, and I look down the balcony, and I see my brother Mike. And it's such a great moment. My brother Mike is building the bike that my parents had gotten for me, the bike that I really wanted. I loved it. My brother was putting it together. And that was so moving to me. Because, like, and in the morning, I'm like, well, how, why were you putting the bike together? He's like, yeah, Santa Claus dropped it off. He's in a hurry, enough time to make it. He woke me up, asked me if I'd make it. He came up with this great story about it and all, too. And I love that bike. And I was really touched. He was down there the wee hours in the morning putting it together for me. It was great. I loved it. I always loved Christmas. That's awesome. I think my favorite Christmas memory is, I don't know why, but this particular Christmas, like, I just remember coming down the steps and it was all, like, illuminated. Like, more lights than I have ever seen. More nights than, more lights than the night before. Like, everything was just lit up. And there was literally presents, like, to the ceiling. Like, it was insane. It was the most it was the craziest sight ever, and I don't know how Santa pulled it off. I really don't. <laughs> uh, we used to pace relentlessly. Me and my brother Rob, because we were so close in age, we would pace waiting. Because my parents always said, don't go downstairs until we wake up. Mm-hmm. And it didn't really dawn on you, you know, now that you love that extra minute of sleep, or extra hour, or whatever. And we'd go, come on, Mom and Dad, come on, Mom and Dad, come on, Mom and Dad. We'd wait for hours, <laughs> they finally got up, and we'd go downstairs, and we were just like, Rip boxes to shreds. It was always great. I miss those. Yeah. I miss. I miss those Christmas mornings. Um, another great memory from Christmas. I just happened to look over. Um, Johnny Walker Blue. I, I had a, a great job. I was making a lot of money, and every year I'd buy my dad a bottle of Johnny Walker Blue, which is pretty expensive. It's like two hundred dollars a bottle. And he kept saying, you don't have to do that for me. You know, I'm like, you know, when you think about it, everything your parents did for you, you had to spend 200 hours on a, on a bottle that he didn't really drink it that much. He would, If he would have 
friends over, he would offer a drink of it. And he was a big drinker. He actually collected a few. And when he passed, me and my brothers each took a bottle of it. But I just couldn't do enough for my parents. So when the holidays came around, I wanted to go all out. Yeah, that's so nice. Great memory. I got a lot of them. I can go on for hours about Christmas. I love Christmas. But I'm excited for this year. Um, we originally, I don't want to badmouth a company, but we're going to have a pretty decent amount of people at our house Christmas Eve. The wife had kind of taken the bull by the horns and wanted Christmas Eve to be hers, which is fine. That's great. Uh, a lot of a lot of her family comes over, some of my family. Um, we originally called Honey Bake Ham to get a ham. But it's ninety dollars. You know what I mean? And that's what? crazy. So she went ninety dollars for a hand that that'll feed up feed up to thirty people. She went to Sam's Club, bought a hand that all you gotta do is just heat it for twenty two bucks. Oh, I'm sorry. Forty four bucks. Okay. That's it, might as well get two. You're still yeah. still cheaper than the one. Yeah. It's a lot of money. That's, that's crazy. That is. I, mean, I understand you want to cut the corner. Uh, Christmas Eve, me and her are both going to be working. We're both going to get done work around 1, so we've got to come home and do a lot of work. Um, so, yeah, it's nice to have the convenience, but you're paying an arm and a leg and a dick for that convenience. You're getting clobbered. No, that's insane. Um, I am kind of grateful because I just found out I don't have to work on Christmas Eve, and I thought I did have to work, but... Um, yeah, our lum- our numbers are so low that it. Fortunately, I don't because, well, what I have nothing done. So, <laughs> you know, God have mercy on me, please. Okay, but we never got to our worst Christmas songs, and I have about three that I want to say. <laughs> you can. I, I really don't have any, so I'll let you take your. Soul. Oh, stop it! There's a really one that irks your soul. All right, little town of Bethlehem. Thank you very much. <laughs> See, me singing it is like wow. That's just one and two for because it was bad, and you sang it and made it worse. (laughs) Okay, I have a couple. Okay, I have a couple. Wham! Last Christmas. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. Come on! I can't. I, I like, I like. <laughs> Number two, Mary, did you know <laughs> that your baby was born with no shoes on? <laughs> I don't like that song. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? No, I don't. Mary, did you know? Mary, did you know? Oh, I can't stand it. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that immediately reminded me of my third. Oh, what is it? By Paul McCartney. What is it? Ebony and Ivory? No, the Christmas song by Paul McCartney. Oh. Merry Christmas. Whatever. The the Christmas song by Paul McCartney. Can't stand it. I can't stand most of Paul McCartney's solo songs, I would have to say. Oh, Father Christmas by the Kinks. Another good one. Father Christmas. Now, now, look it up. 
I'm not looking away. Father Christmas. So here is a, you know, while we're talking about significant others, we got to do this. I told you about Jules' daughter and her Christmas recital and the beautiful dress and the great pictures and all this. So her father, Mike, comments and says, I will say it, my kid is the shit. And thanks, guys. I'm so proud of the little lady she's become. <laughs> Not to mention she was down the shop with me all day, killing it. That's a proud dad right there. He wa- he was so proud because her hands were like filled with grease. I'm like, oh, that's great. You're giving her a bath tonight. <laughs> well, you know what? Tony totally should be proud. She is a lovely young lady. You guys have done an amazing job. Thank you. And you know what I was going to toot her horn about? She never wakes us up early. She's always the last to get up. And I mean, Christmas, any day. She's like a teenager. She sleeps like a log. I don't know how I lucked out with this kid, but she's just cool as cash. Oh, and, and the Paul McCartney song yeah, was uh, yeah. simply having wonderful Christmas Wonderful time. Christmas time. Hate it. Hate really it. So- <laughs> don't mind her. <laughs> the moon is bright. I got to tell you, I hope, a- I, hope no one, I hope none of the other parents of the kids in this Christmas pageant listen to the show because your daughter blows these kids away. What is this? These kids are horrible. <laughs> are. I don't what know what they were wearing. <laughs> it's all like kicks butt. It's adorable. These kids are horrible. Oh. Yeah. Thanks. You know what <laughs> was the worst part? After Because, you know, the, the venue was not nothing. It was well below par for my liking, I it, would have to say. It was some old, like, it, grade school gym. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't look great. And I'm not that person, but I was like, come on, I'm paying you guys good money. You could, like, set up a better venue. But anyway, um, so my daughter, we were, like, rushing. We we get there, like, just in time. And I get her in line. And, and she was actually supposed to be in the middle of the dance, like, in line, you know, when the, they line up. But she ended yeah. up being at the end. And um, so I was so happy when she was done. She did a great job doing her dance. It was a little nutcracker dance. And then she comes out of the doorway because they go behind the curtain. She's hobbling on one leg and crying hysterically. And my daughter does not cry easily. So I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, what happened? She's like, they pushed me down the steps. I'm like, oh, no. And she's in that cute little outfit. I'm like, this is the worst. Like, I just cute little performance. And now you're sobbing and you're hurt. So I had to ice her ankle. It was like a whole big thing, but she's okay, thankfully. So it was just one big mess. Good. Thank goodness. Jesus. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. Um, so I see, like, I mean, I always post a little pre-show video on Facebook, a little Facebook Live. It's got 100 views. Plenty of people liked it. I hope everybody's listening. And if you're listening in, thank you. I just actually turned myself back on. Thank you for uh, tuning in. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And uh, welcome to our little party. I'm uh, not as strong as I thought I'd be. I thought you were calling it a night. You're not as strong as you thought you'd be? Drunk. Oh, <laughs> drunk. Drunk. Not I... calling it a night yet. I've, I haven't rambled relentlessly yet, so. This is how my night's going. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Every episode, Drool, Drool, I'm calling her Drool, Drool drinks like a trough of um, rum. You, you know what's problem. funny? 
I, I'm just going to say it real quick. I'm sorry. I know I've been talk, talking a lot. My coworker today, she's like. <laughs> it's a talk, it's a talk radio show. <laughs> But I'm not usually the one talking as much. Anyway, my coworker on his talk show about my coworker. She's like, "Oh man, I had a crazy Saturday night." I'm like, "Oh yeah," because <laughs> these people they don't really know me or what I do. She's like, "Yeah, I had like four glasses of wine." I'm like. Oh, mm. wow, that's impressive. She's like, yeah, but I had, like, Cabernet, and then I had, like, Sauvignon Blanc. So I think that's why I got sick and I threw up. <laughs> okay, I drank, like, a fifth of Captain. You want to you wanna go hang out sometime? <laughs> I had, like, a glass of wine. It was kind of like my high school reunion. It was so funny. There was a couple people like, oh, I'm like my second glass of wine, I'm bombed. I'm like, oh, I'm like my 20th beer, and I've had, like, a couple of Jaeger bombs, huh? Like just getting started. Man. I'm getting started. <laughs> that was a mess. This is before I was married. I mean, Katie, anybody wants to know, but I was hitting on married women at my reunion, my 25th reunion, right before I met my wife. I oh, know, I'm sorry, 20th, 25th. I was with my wife. Wow. Uh, from oh. What I was told, uh, I was very obnoxious. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> That's, oh my God, I'm such a mess. Whew. I do not. I You couldn't pay me to go to my high school reunion. Uh-uh. No, thank you. I am not showing up at that one. Ah, uh, they're great. I love them. My high school was cool while I was in it, but, um, yeah. yeah. We are just all on some very different paths. I would like to uh, go back there. <laughs> I'm sorry, I lost the uh, train of thought. Uh, so uh, let's get on to who's coming up on the Yo Show. Who, who? Uh, so Wednesday night, we are taking the evening off. We're taking like a long extended holiday. So we're not actually coming back to you until December 26th. We deserve it, God we damn it. We deserve it. We work hard, God damn it. December 26th, the one and only Robert Cantor, creator and president of Cantor Guitars. Very exciting. We're going to talk about all these people that play his guitars. We're going to talk about how he got into the guitar business and just, what's up guitars? I'm so excited. I love guitars, which is why I I take drum lessons. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, We absolutely love it. Uh, and then we have um, we have a couple more guests coming. Just trying to because uh, we just got a couple confirmations like right now. Um, Joel, talking about something. Wednesday, January. Wednesday, January ninth. This is gonna be a great show. January 9th, uh, actress from the show Preacher, which you said your father liked that show, huh? Woo! Yes. And it's going to be great. Karen Strassman is going to be our very special guest. Looking very forward to that. Looks very cool. Very excited for that. January 14th, another one just announced, Chantel Albers. January 14th. Now, Chantel, 
She's a cutie. She is, uh, she's in a lot of horror movies. She's got a brand new horror movie coming out on the 15th of January. So she's going to come on the show on the 14th to talk about this brand new horror flick that she's got coming on, uh, coming up. Very excited for that. It's going to be awesome. It's called uh, The Sixth Print. <whistles> Spooky. So we're going to talk some horror. We are, cool. so, we are so multiversed. So we're going to talk horror. We're going to talk guitar creators. We're going to talk preacher. We had Kendra Black on tonight talking about singing and pop music and dancing and Invite me to Italy, and the grace. Of course, my wife is listening in, and she's gonna come home and pack her bags. Apparently, I'm trying to pick up some 23 year old chick and go to Italy with her. And... <laughs> yes, what? we we do have some other guests lined up for January too. We have to get Black Feathers music in. Um, they're a husband and wife duo, excellent music. We also have Brad Bird, who's a musician. He's gonna be in January as well. So. A lot of great stuff happening in January, and we're just going to fill our roster again with our great PR people. Absolutely. And um, we're also proud to announce that uh, Jules' cousin is going to hook us up with Olivia Munn. She's going to be on the show. Yeah. we got to get out there. We have to, like, <laughs> go to a party out there or something. You're not kidding. I would, I would I... love to talk to Seth MacFarlane. <laughs> uh, let if you speak to Jessica, let her know that I will beg any way, shape, and form to get Olivia Munn just five minutes on our show to say hello. hello. Well, guys, like, Ted 3 is coming out. We're going to have Jessica Barth back. We're yeah. going to talk all Absolutely. things Ted 3 next year. Like, we are super excited for 2019. Definitely. That's I'm so, so weird to say. <laughs> I know, right? I love the Ted movies, though. So I can't wait. And I, I love Jessica. I thought she's awesome. She's beautiful. She's fun. She's got cool family. She's got that North Philly accent. <laughs> that was a little bit. Yeah, I can't wait. That's that's gonna be great. And she um she'll kinda of help us out. She's gotta help us out with a little Olivia Munn, I think. <laughs> she knows a lot of people. Absolutely. So, um yeah, so we're gonna do uh let's say the twenty sixth, we'll be back, take a few days off. We'll take a few minutes before we go. And I do wanna wish each and every one of our guests each and every one of our listeners, our friends and fans, PR people that do a lot of legwork for us, our intern, who Joy may actually have an intern for us. I'll give you details in a couple of days. May have actually found a sucker for me for menial money that'll do a lot of legwork for us. <laughs> wow. Man, it might cost me like twenty bucks a week, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, to take the stress off of both of us and our crazy schedule might be worth it. Um, but again, thank you, everybody. I wish you all, if I missed it, a belated Happy Hanukkah. Coming up a very Merry Christmas. Get together with your family, friends. Make it a great day. Be kind. Love. Enjoy the time together. Don't worry about what you got. Gift-wise, don't look at it that way. Don't look at monetary value or, or anything like that. A gift is a gift, and I'm always so happy to get anything. So enjoy this time. Enjoy your holiday. Absolutely. And merry, merry Christmas, and and just celebrate togetherness and, and love for each other. <laughs> <laughs> nothing better than Please making people <laughs> I was going to say, nothing better than making Jill go free for him. Because you just never know what she's going to say. Seriously, guys. Merry Christmas. Thank you all who do listen. I know you're out there and you're 
listening, and we appreciate each and every one of you. We really do. We do have a great group of listeners. The numbers are growing all time over a million people. So people have tuned into us and have listened and have suffered to our awful karaoke singing and my perverted <laughs> jokes and us cursing up a storm and getting, you know, after nine o'clock when shit is the fan the whole nine yards. So thank you so much, everybody. Uh, that's going to be it for tonight's show. A big, big thank you to Kendra Black. Don't forget Music.com, Kendra Black Music on Instagram and on Facebook. The new album, The Fire, comes out February 1st. Don't forget to check out the songs we played tonight, This Love and I'm Better, and all kind of stuff. You can find it on Apple Music, Spotify, the whole nine yards. Make sure you check out the beautiful Kendra Black. The album comes out February 1st. And a big thank you to the amazing, the lovely, the co-hostess with the absolute mostest, sister from another mister, Christmas flavor, candy cane to my candy cane, whatever that means. Jewel tape. <laughs> I mean, I mean. J for Jewel. That's the candy cane. J for Jeff. J for Jeff. And I for Italians all around tonight. Italian pride, Italian love. Yeah. That's a lot of Italian pride tonight. So that is it. Yes. Again, for the amazing Jewel Tady, I am Jeff the Shark Perini. Reminding each and every one of you, don't be a Scrooge. Hey, and be nice to people, especially around this holiday season. It's the most wonderful time of the year. God, I'm not listening to replay after that. Oh, Jesus. We really got to learn when to shut it off. Happy birthday, Jesus. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Jesus. Last check real quick before we get off the air. <laughs> Listening, the Sixers are getting beat badly. 64 to 51. Nine minutes left. Third quarter. That's Good night, everybody. It is one. Good night. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And we out.